0: You're listening to SBS News. Surrounded by others and yet feeling isolated and disconnected, a growing number of people are saying that's how they're experiencing the world. Professor Ian Hickey is with the Brain and Mind Centre at the University of Sydney. There's people in the world,
1: they're going places in which there are people, but they lack significant emotional connection, reciprocity with other people. They don't feel connected to other people and they don't feel that other people are connected to them. We can have students attend the university, walk in, 20,000 people here, and feel they know nobody, and nobody cares about them, and they will report that they are very lonely.
0: Dr Vlasios Braculas, Professor of Psychiatry at Western Sydney University, says that although social isolation and loneliness are similar, there are important distinctions.
1: Social isolation really refers to being isolated from other people whereas loneliness is a a bit more of an objective feeling, a feeling of loneliness, a feeling of unpleasantness, of being uh, by oneself. Um, So, yes, it doesn't equate to the same thing.
0: Dr Anna Kios, Discipline Manager for Psychiatry and Mental Health at the School of Clinical Medicine at the University of New South Wales, adds that it's all a matter of perception.
2: Social isolation is an objective measure, whereas loneliness is subjective. In other words, how we tend to feel if we perceive that perceive ourselves to be socially isolated and i don't mean a lack of people around you physically i mean a lack of meaningful sort of interpersonal connections where you know you can talk to people openly be yourself and have those connections They make you feel supported, valued or loved.
0: Focusing on social isolation, studies have shown that it mainly affects older communities. A report by the World Health Organization showed that about 20-34% to of people aged 65 and over living in the Western world claim they were feeling socially isolated. Dr Kios explains how that sense of social isolation might come about.
2: Social isolation can lead to broader health risks such as adopting unhealthy behaviours. If you think about it, if you have people around you that care for you, they'll likely encourage you to put your health first. They'll likely tell you to eat better. If they can see that you're not eating very well, they might tell you to exercise more or they might encourage you to adhere to your doctor's orders and so forth. And they'll likely also pick up on any changed language or behaviour that might need your attention or the help of professionals. So having people around you is very, very protective from a physical health point of view. But when you're socially isolated, you are less likely to experience those positive influences that can have long-term implications on your health.
0: The report by the WHO indicates social isolation in older age groups could lead to greater health risks. Some of those outcomes could be depression, diabetes, anxiety or dementia. Professor Hickey explains how the lack of social interaction affects the cognitive processes of the brain.
1: So the way the brain works is by developing new connections every day, and responding to the environment. The most complex environments we respond to are the faces and communications of other humans. It's quite complicated to actually interact with others, talk, speak like we are doing now, respond to their eye movements, their gestures, their body language, and they do that with more than one person, do that in social groups, even harder than doing it on one-to-one. And your brain develops new connections in relation to that all the time. If you withdraw from that, if you're more isolated, those synaptic connections go down. And the efficiency of your cognitive processes depends on the functioning of those social connections. So in a kind of use it or lose it kind of way, the more isolated you become,
0: people tend to lose it. Loneliness, on the other hand, has a completely different definition. Loneliness is different because loneliness is a perceptual issue. So
1: to take the classic example, people often say, oh, old people must be lonely because they're more isolated. Actually, when you look at surveys of loneliness, older people are not that lonely, even though they're often more isolated. The most lonely group are young people.
0: According to the Australian Institute of Health and Wellbeing, a growing number of young people say they feel alone. More specifically, a 2021 survey revealed that one in four young women aged between 19 to 24 agreed with the statement, I feel very lonely. Olympia Nelson is a 27-year-old who is now studying to acquire her PhD. She says she's experienced those kind of emotions.
3: I remember feeling quite lonely in high school. I had friends, but I had all of these kind of um, interests that I felt that I couldn't necessarily relate to people um, around me. Um, So at the time, I, again, like classical music was something that I was very interested in, um, still am, but I just remember feeling a bit like, nerdy and like
0: I didn't fit in. Olympia recalls an incident from her high school years that made her feel especially lonely and she says has stayed with her. I didn't get invited to parties at
3: high school um, and people would talk about it around me and I would know full well that I wasn't invited and I remember this one girl saying someone else someone said to her oh, are you inviting Olympia and she said oh Olympia's kind of out of the loop. So this is when I was about 16, that has always stuck with me, like I'm just a bit out of the loop.
0: Social media and technology also have a massive influence, especially for younger people. Dr Kios from University of New South Wales explains how social media can make it more challenging for younger people trying to establish meaningful connections.
2: Older generations have a chance to see what it feels like and see the benefits of 100% of their interactions being face-to-face because that is all they had. In other words, I guess older generations are benefiting from social connections which were established prior to the use of mass technology and are now using technology to their advantage by staying connected to those connections more frequently. But by contrast, younger generations don't have that luxury of experience to reflect upon how life was like without the use of technology for social connection. And I think this is a real challenge for youngsters because they have to learn to negotiate the appropriate boundaries for themselves.
0: Professor Ian Hickey says social media has upsides too for younger people.
1: Most young people use social media and they use text to be in connection with other people. So in fact, and a lot of groups who've had trouble connecting with each other, who didn't fit in well with their own local community, had communication difficulties or were gender diverse or from culturally diverse backgrounds, have actually connected with other people like them who don't live next door through social media.
0: Others, however, say that social media has had a negative impact and contributed to social isolation and loneliness. Olympia Nelson says she feels there's an attempt to categorise people based on their preferred social media platform.
3: It has a way of kind of pigeonholing or like putting, putting people into boxes um, and this whole kind of like scrambling to put an identity to someone. So I think it's, it, yeah, I mean in some ways I think it's, it's made it more difficult to engage with other people.
0: Ultimately, being alone and unable to socialise for extended periods of time can be detrimental to a person's physical and mental well-being. Dr Braculia says people need to challenge their own perceptions regarding loneliness and social isolation.
1: From a, a psychological point of view, you could argue that it is all related to how we think about the world or our cognitions and that we should be changing the way we think In order to reduce that feeling of loneliness.
0: Alex Anifantis, SBS News.